Hey folks, it's your host Bobby here, just reminding you that Effin' Cultured is indeed only intended for mature audiences and very not safe for work. Don't let the kids listen to this one. You've been warned. Alright, you boys ready? Hey! Yeah, right <laughs> when you are. I, I drank mine, but I filled it up again. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I filled this 16-ounce bottle with a bunch of jizz. We're good to go. In two rounds. <laughs> Going to compare and contrast. Yeah. Mm. I milked myself into a bottle, then put it in a soda stream just so we could make it as accurate <laughs> as possible. It's 2%. Or do I drink? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck>. Gim cum. <laughs> Scum. Scum. I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's a little too watered down. <laughs> That's what Zombie was singing. Scum of the earth, come on! <laughs> it's skim cum. Missing that good protein. All right. <laughs> we got that good, good. Now that we've done that. Now that we have a cold open. Should be voodoo, vo not voodoo. Why you wasted that joke before we started? Because <laughs> it came to me. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, friends. Let's do this. And now my 10 minutes is up. Go God ahead. fucking damn it, Rick. <laughs> I'm trying to put a thing of silence so I can find it when I'm editing it, and you fucking jump in every fucking time. Out of four <laughs> weeks, you do it three weeks out of four. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Effin' Culture, the podcast. My name is Bobby. I'll be your host this evening. Joining me, as always, again, Griff and the Rick are here. Hello, gentlemen. Ah, back from the dead. Griff is back from the dead. This feels right. This again. Feels so right. Was this your first tussle with the vid? Sure was, and it was mm -hmm. miserable. It, it's not fun, right? No. Not a good time. Not, it wasn't. News. You would say that, wouldn't you? It, it he is the only one of us who hasn't had it. It's true. It wasn't awful, all things considered, but it was not enjoyable. Yeah. Still, you, you survived. Like two out of ten would not recommend. Yeah, I, oh, I honestly Yelp. like. Yelp. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I've had like the flu. Yeah, you know, or had like you know, like a like I get sick, I get colds and stuff. But COVID was the first time in a while where, I'm, where I was like, I need to fucking, I need to sit down for a, yeah, a bit. Same. Like, and honest, honestly, this is the first time like since the start of the pandemic that I've been really sick at all, aside from like some congestion. Uh, it's almost like masks and social distancing work. Fucking yeah. work. Yeah. Why, why, like who know? fucking knew, huh? Who knew? Who knew? Who I just fucking ordered, knew? I just ordered a bunch of N9, uh, KN95s or whatever the fuck. I gotta order some more. Actually. Like it's like, why stop? Yeah. Like congested. Like Christmas shopping season's up. I'm not gonna fucking wear that. I'm wearing that to the mall. 
Oh yeah. Who yeah, goes yeah, to yeah. the mall? I don't know. I figure. I well, Rick does clearly. I, I Rick, go to the mall. The Rick goes to the mall. The Rick is a mall shopper. Rick still buys physical media. He has to go to the mall. It's the That's only true. place they have it anymore. I got to go to FYE, goddammit. Exactly. <laughs> they closed the Sam Goody. FYE is the only one left. It's tough as I went to the, the closing of the FYE store, went back the following Christmas season. It was it had resurrected itself. It was there, yeah. Just like Jesus, it came back and... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how. Like I bought. I'm telling you, it's owned by the same people that own Spirit Halloween, and they just don't advertise. Just pop it up, yeah. Yeah. Toys R Us is going to be the same way soon. It's just all of a sudden Jeffrey's going to show up and be like, "There's that fucking giraffe again with his Legos." I'm a Toys R Us kid. (laughs) (laughs) Toys R Us kids were being murdered by now. So (laughs) before we go into personal stories and stuff, we we should cheers the fact and celebrate that Alex Jones just got hit with nine hundred and sixty five million dollars of reparation payments. My nipples are so hard right now. Fuck that asshole. That son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, with a fucking from rusty log like I. A rusty log. (laughs) Yeah, you think about that. That means the log has nails in it, people. This is what we're this is what we're getting at. We got yeah. bored. We hammered a bunch of nails into a log, threw it in the lake, let it rust, and shoved it up his ass. From Connecticut to you, fuck you. It was a lot of thrusting. No, that's just but, a shove. There was there was several shoves. He's he's he is an absolute piece of shit, and he has been for a long time. And I think like I don't know. I mean, we've got friends in the independent podcast world that are in connecticut but if you're not from connecticut i don't think you understand just how vehemently hated he is in this this area of the country specifically um uh, what happened in 2012 was horrific and he just he tried to make a mockery of it and ruined people's lives that were already ruined and i'm so fucking glad that this judge just annihilated him today and profited on so it don't happy. forget that he profited on it oh oh very much so yes so, so say other stupid shit forever and ever i mean i'm sure no one will ever see a dime of that money but it feels good that he shouldn't be able to do anything ever again nope they but... should shut him right the fuck down oh man so anyway okay so do we want to rick do you want to start with your shit or should i talk about my little trip i took this weekend trip because I'm, I'm working out my words Okay, so I went to North Carolina this weekend to celebrate my cousin's wedding. Right, that's um, right. John John got married in April, but he decided to wait until October to have like a reception. Right, so Carly and I decided that we were going to leave Friday night with the boys. Drive. Yeah, the boys. Can I interrupt you for just a second? Because I, I need to. I need to. I didn't open one. it yet. <laughs> because Rick said he wanted you to go because he was working on his words. Those are the words that he said. And in that time, since he said that, he sent us a message on Facebook saying, "I would fuck Angela Lansbury." That's the great work that he's been working on in the last fifteen seconds. <laughs> He sent us a nice picture of her, though. It is a nice picture. No, you're right. It's backed I, up by evidence. 
It's fair. Better than Alex Jones does. Go ahead, Bobby. <laughs> This is a great celebration of Angela oh, Lansbury's life. God. I wish we could swear the titles of our podcast episodes because I would fuck Angela Lansbury. Is is it's yeah. that's peak. Can you say nut in? Is that's, there is there like oh, is there something that, we can replace? That her? makes it just so much worse. We're talking Murder about we're talking about her later. Let's 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 get through. Yeah. Let's get through the. The how we doings first before we talk of the dead. Spoilers if you didn't know Angela Lansbury died. I hope this um, is how you found out. Yep. It's a great way to find out. <laughs> need to what? also explain, I did not fuck her to death. <laughs> I don't think anyone had thought that, but thanks <laughs> for making it clear. Uh, so put her in the... I put her in the wheelbarrow and told her she's not making it to 97. Well, I didn't want anyone to connect those dots. Solve, like... solve this murder. It's the, it's the final episode of Murder, She Wrote. Murder, He Wrote. Murder, She Rode. <laughs> there it is. Oh, fuck. We're terrible people. We're terrible people. So what we're trying to say is you left the kids on Friday night. Well, we're we, we left with the kids on Friday left with night. the kids. Yeah. I, I thought the kids were staying home. No, we you know, it's funny. I asked I asked my mom like a week and a half ago. I was like, hey, ma, how would how because they did decided they weren't going. And I was uh, like, how would you feel about watching the kids? And my mom was like, I had a feeling you were going to ask us that. And I was like, Jesus. Um, and then she's like, yeah, Bob, we'll watch them. And I was just like, you know what? No, never mind. I'll take them with me. That's, that's not cool. with that attitude. You we're, won't. We're good. Thank you. You've watched them. You've watched them before. I know you'll do it. I'm just <clears throat> and then Carly and I decided like we've never taken a trip with all with both of them. And we mm-hmm. Teddy's never stayed in a hotel before. And like, so we're Ooh. like, yeah, why not? So yeah, we drove. We drove. We we left on Friday. We stayed. We drove eight hours. It was supposed to be fucking six. It ended up being eight to get to Exmoor, Virginia, where we stayed in a quality inn, which was uh, anything but. Mm-hmm. Um, but we literally got there at three thirty in the morning, and I, we threw the kids in the room and like set up the crib. And we were just, and the kids were wide awake because they're like, "We're awake!" And Carly and I were like, "Shut the fuck up and go to sleep." You know, take this bottle, you little shit. Teddy, shut up. Yes, it's cool. The bed came out from the couch. Woo! (laughs) Shut the fuck up and go to bed. Um, We got like five hours of sleep, woke up, made breakfast. I made three waffles on the little waffle iron they had. And then I was the last one to take a bite of my waffle, realizing that it tasted far too tangy to be any sort of um real food within code waffle mm-hmm. batter so now i'm worried my son's gonna shit himself because he ate three quarters of a waffle that i'm fairly certain was decently expired and all of the yogurts that were in the fridge were expired they were dated like september 23rd so i'm just like these yogurts are over two weeks expired dude and he's like, oh thank you so much uh you know they send us one case of one date and one case of the other 
And I was like, I work in food service. I know exactly what this is. And you're just a lazy prick who doesn't read dates. Yeah. Or someone doesn't uh, circulate dates. But either way, it doesn't matter. We go to North Carolina. We drive down to North Carolina. It's another like two hours. And Teddy was stoked because I stopped. The hotel was right before um, the uh, the Chesapeake Bay Bridge and Tunnel. Cool mm-hmm. shit. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> Teddy, I was I was like, Teddy, tomorrow morning we're going to drive underwater. And he was just like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Are we going to drown? And I was like, no, we're yes. not going to drown. Oh. Yeah. Metal. Raw. Did you ever see the Muppet Cape or the Muppet movie? That's what we're doing. Um, so we get down there and we ch- luckily they the hotel calls us because we went we went there at like one and we're like we know check-ins not until four but if there's any way you could let us know when our room is ready so they called us at like 1 30 and they're like your room's ready so we got in the room hung out with john that night the next day we just found like a local playground had the kids run around um this is where things got a little interesting um mm-hmm. i almost died um what we we went to uh hardy's yeah oh, right carl's yeah. carl's jr slash yeah. hardy's fast food burger place yes. now we walked in because i've never looked at their menu and i hate sitting in a drive-thru like full-on reading a menu. staring at the menu yeah. especially you. yeah especially when you've got a car full of people and nobody right. knows what they yeah. have like yes. yeah that's that's no. an impossible situation you, you don't go bust inside. a cherry in a drive-thru no, no. so so we went in and, you know, typical of a, a southern fast food restaurant, I guess, perhaps. Uh, the entire crew there was of African-American um, oh, descent. My favorites. Your favorites. Yeah. So we're, which as, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't care. It's just something that needs to be said for the next part of the story and why I almost died. Felt like a Connecticut Popeyes. So, <laughs> so. I'm holding Beckett in my arm and Beckett has a tendency to dig into his belly button or dig into his diaper. He like really likes like getting his hand in there. Right. One finger or the whole hand, like the whole hand. It's just so the girl that's helping us taking our order, she's laughing her ass off because she thinks it's so cute that he's just digging his hand everywhere, you know? So I'm sitting there, we're laughing, we're having a good time. And I'm like, Oh yeah. He's always been a digger, and the entire back staff of the kitchen stopped. It was like a record scratch. It was like, <laughs> and everyone just looked up at me, and we're just laughing, right? So her coworker comes up front and looks me up and down and then looks at her, and he's like, why is he laughing? <laughs> and I'm just like, what did I? And as like she's trying to explain to him that I called my son a digger, because he digs in his belly button and in his pants, I realized what they thought I may have said. And I was mm-hmm. just like, I'm going to die. I'm going <laughs> to die. This is how it ends. This is how it is. This is going to be I, some world star shit. I'm I thought not it gonna... might have been in the Hardys, but not like this. <laughs> die Hardy. Die, die Hardy. <laughs> Oh my god. And you know, I just had to sit there and keep the grin on my face and not look like I was absolutely panic stricken. <laughs> you know, because I didn't do do anything you can to not look guilty. But just the the complete stop and work and the guy that came dream. out was just like, why is he laughing? Um, don't don't worry about it. Um 
but then we went to the wedding or the reception i guess it was very small um john john if you listen to this i apologize you should get your money back from the caterer the food was fucking terrible <laughs> um, oh no uh was it like waffle grade terrible or expired yogurt terrible listen i don't know it's a curse when you work in food service and you have to deal with health inspectors and food temperatures and quality of food yeah there's certain things that go off in your head when you are at functions like this when whenever you're in a function where massive amounts of food are being made you're you're on high alert you know exactly how that goes down because already red flags are going up because Cooking for large amounts of people can be difficult, right? Yeah. So we were at a um, a country club. We were at a like a like a a little spot at a golf course that was like a banquet hall, right? Yeah. So John John decided to have hors d'oeuvres the whole night. So we didn't have a full on sit down dinner. Every like thirty minutes or so, these so called caterers would come out and bring out a new dish for people to uh, have partake, taken, partake okay. in, right? So when we got there, they had a crudite mason jar. Like, they had three ounces of ranch dressing in a mason jar with, like, vegetables sticking out of it. And I was like, all right, that's a, that's a starter. And then they had, like, an avocado toast, but instead of toast, it was on a cucumber. And then they had, like, a a shrimp that sat on top of this avocado mousse thing. And I was like, I was like, all right, not my, I don't like cucumbers. I'm not a huge avocado guy and I'm not a big shrimp guy. So I'll, meh, that's fine. And then they had a fruit platter out. Cool. What proceeded to come out after the kitchen after that was a fucking abortion of, of catering. Literally. Nothing was to temperature. And I don't want to bore people, but if you're serving hot food at a function, it needs to be held at 140 degrees Fahrenheit or higher. That is the hot service standard and safe temperature in which you can serve food to be consumed that is hot. If you're serving food cold that is to be consumed, it needs to be under 45 degrees. Between 45 and 135 or 140, depending on when you got your license and when you took the test, It's called the danger zone, okay? The longer food is sitting in that zone, the more likely you are to get sick with that food, okay? That is me prefacing shit. That is why when I go to to picnics, I'm a fat ass and eat the desserts anyway, but those are all safe to temperature, right? Like, there are people who can show up at a Rick Fest after Rick cooked these burgers three hours ago and can take a burger off of a sheet pan and eat it. I would vomit because in my head, I'm like, gonna get i'm gonna get e coli i'm i'm gonna there's something's gonna i don't have a coli here yeah nope it doesn't exist here (laughs) so anyway so they bring out they bring out their form of buffalo chicken which is this dry ass overcooked chicken breast bite dipped in bar or uh uh buffalo sauce that they skewered on top of a giant log of celery and hit it with ranch dressing, right? So, like, I'm like, who needs this much? When you eat buffalo chicken, is it the fucking celery that you're excited about? No. And then they brought out chicken and waffles, which I shit you not, was fucking Eggos. 
they cut up frozen egos and then put like a little chunk of breaded chicken and oh, gave yeah. us a ramekin of, of syrup, right? Both of those ice cold. Then they bring out ham and brie melted sandwiches, but the brie was no longer melted. It was congealed and it's just a solid chunk of cheese. The ham is now the rind of the brie. Yep. Yep. And then the the Hawaiian, like a Hawaiian bun, you know, that was good, but nowhere near the temp it should have been at. They brought out these giant slabs of bagel with cream cheese and locks on it. And I was just like, what the fuck are you people doing right now? I wanted to I, I, I wanted to go. I wish I had a thermometer on me. Everything was so cold. I wish I could have been in there and be like, you guys should be fucking ashamed of yourselves. This is bullshit. And then they thought they were being so fucking smart. Let me let me lay this dish out for you and you tell me what it should be, right? It's a bamboo toothpick with one piece of farfalle pasta, which is bow tie, right? Yeah. Bow tie, a leaf of basil that is folded up and put underneath the bow tie, and then a meatball underneath it. Okay? Is that the groom? So what, like tongue in cheek way of doing like pasta and meatballs, correct? ish right yeah, i guess yeah. i throw this i throw this fucker in my mouth now it is ice cold first off like not even a hundred degrees this thing is below 70 degrees it is cold and it is slathered in barbecue sauce in what fucking universe do you have fresh basil leaves with fucking barbecues That's... what in fucking tarnation is happening here <laughs> I love the use of the word tarnation. <laughs> so then, so I'm... The tarnation that got him in trouble with that. <laughs> I'm sitting here, like, the bar was great. They had a... been a digger. <laughs> they, had a, they had a Carolina mule as their signature cocktail. So it was, um, it was honey whiskey, ginger beer, um, you know, so instead of the vodka, it was honey whiskey. Uh, yeah. Delicious. I had a couple of those. The kids were running around playing with Play-Doh. They cut the cake. The cake was great. I don't know if the fucking caterers forgot that they had one more dish. So the cake is being laid out under the table, and the caterers are bringing out these fucking ice-cold fried raviolis sitting in a pool of cold marinara sauce. And then they bring out their dessert, which was the only thing that I appreciated they did, which was a ramekin with caramel in it, and then they put a slice of apple in it. And they gave you like three different toppings so you could make like your own kind of candied apple. But they even found a way to fuck that up. They put these teeny little gold plastic forks in the slice of apple. And I'm like, what a pretentious fucking dick you are. <laughs> it's an apple slice. We can use our fucking fingers first off. Secondly, whose job? You know what would be great if you spent less time stabbing apple slices with these fucking golden forks and more time keeping your food hot? Oh, so upsetting. Yeah. Oh, sorry for the delay. Rant. No, was there a delay in the ceremony or something? There was no ceremony. It was straight reception. There's it no was, excuse for this food. Pizza. No excuse. They should have been in a hot box or like in the, you know, like it, they were being put out on an open table. So there was nothing there keeping it hot after it was out. But it's not like I was sitting there waiting to go grab food. I'm a fucking fatty. I saw new food come out and I went to the new food. So it was. <laughs> You're, you 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 have that callus for the birds. You're ready to intake yeah. hot ass food. Man, I was so mad. It wasn't even lukewarm. It was it. 
I was so mad for John. And John was so happy, and his wife was beautiful, and she was happy, and they were at a great time. It was lovely. But that food, I was so fucking pissed for them. I was pissed. I was like, I drove 10 hours down here to celebrate with my cousin his wedding, and you're feeding me shit. So mad. And then we drove. We were on the road for 11 Shit's hours. not even body temperature. We did 11 hours straight driving from North Carolina to Connecticut with a two-year-old and a six-year-old in the car. That's the trial. Yeah. And you know what? I've got two good little travelers, man. Uh, Beckett didn't lose his shit until the, the merit. We hit the merit, and he started getting really restless. Yeah, I was yeah. like, we made, it, we made it North Carolina. We did Maryland, Delaware, Jersey, New York. Virginia's and between he, Carolina and yeah, Virginia. And, yeah, a sorry. Long, and shitty state. Virginia yeah. <laughs> is not Virginia wasn't fun either. I hate um, Virginia. But he he did great like the, the whole time he was fucking awesome. fabulous. Yeah. It's just that fucking food, man. And then almost dying because someone misheard me say the word digger. <laughs> Why is he laughing? He's calling his son a digger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, fuck, I should go <laughs> through drop through. <laughs> Listen to me talk. I don't have a cold. I'm actually saying digger. Yeah. yeah. Did I mean, sorry, digger. Is this, uh, <laughs> is this guy racist with a cold or? <laughs> oh, Rick, you had a week, uh, huh? So I far? had a, I had what feels like it's been three weeks since the last time we recorded. It's only been, it's been like seven, not even, yeah, it's been a few days. Okay. Started great. I had my sixth wedding anniversary this weekend. Yeah. Oh, happy anniversary. I had my 12th on Monday. Congratulations to both of you. Yeah. Happy anniversary. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <Greg. laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to sound so like. Jesus Christ. That was that was a little subliminal. It's okay. It's allowed to sneak out. <laughs> Just, you are heard and we love you. <laughs> You'll always be righty. But, uh. So it was. It started off great. We took it took a long weekend. Took Friday off. We went to the Van Gogh thing in in, in Hartford. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I, I I loved it. We did a, a great lunch. We celebrated my uh, my niece's uh, birthday, stepniece's birthday on Friday night. Saturday we spent time with the kid. She had a little. She was sneezing, sneezing a bit. We were like, ah, God. I don't know. She's been kind of reclubbed for the past two weeks. But we sent her over to Mimi's in the afternoon. We again went out. We went to a new brewery, had a great time. Went to some speakeasy in Brantford called the 1928 Cocktail Club. Delicious Manhattans were had. Nice. Loved it. Just sounds so fucking pretentious. Went to a fine meal. (laughs) Oh, it all turns, buddy. Was the bartender wearing (laughs) suspenders? Oh, you fucking know it. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. It was pretentious as shit. 1928. That was pre depression. (laughs) Yeah. They were probably made of gold. I walked yeah. in. It was dark as fuck. Like, this is the darkest place I've ever but, been into. But none of the lights. people were. They weren't allowed in. Oh, no. Oh, no. There was like... <laughs> I'd say there's a password to get in, but there's a, there's a door. <laughs> and someone opens a little sliding thing. Looks the, password, at the password is digger. <laughs> Always been a digger. Come on in. Oh, we're so fucked. <laughs> and it was it was expensive. Yeah, that, that was a pricey four drinks. It was like 80 bucks. I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> then Did we you get those a... nice big blocks of ice. Oh, I know. 
this no? was this was cocktail style where the guys doing crazy fucking tricks and shit. There was no oh, yeah, ice sure. in line. It smoked. It was a smoking Manhattan. <laughs> and there was this wisp of, of mist and fire orange and shit. It was cool. Give me a three dollar zombie at Applebee's any day. <laughs> And then we went to a, fi- uh, a meal at uh, Dalton's, another another place, another great place in Brantford or North Brantford. And then afterwards, we said, let's go back. Let's go back to the speakeasy. So we went back and got more drinks. There was a fucking wedding party. Went crazy. It's all good. Fucked like champs afterwards. Sunday hits. We had a nice afternoon. And then Mondays where everything turned to shit. Monday, I woke up to just a dead cat in my yard. Like. Oh. I what an omen. Not oh, oh yes. Not your cat, just a not my cat. A I, cat. Was it the cat you left at the apartment? Nope. <laughs> like traveled down to your new house and just died on your front lawn. I finally found you. This was a, a mystery they, cat. They come back different, Naya. <laughs> it was the gray ghost. It was it was church for pet cemetery. And I, I just looked. There was Kaylee's like, "Oh, look at the spiders in the window." I went to the window and I look out and I see a cat, but it looks like it's like just laying there, like sleeping. And I was like, "That's a fucking weird place to sleep. The grass is soaked. It's it's like so, forty degrees outside. That's a wet pussy. That's a <laughs> better go out and pounce." So I went out, and <laughs> what's the difference between was... that cat and Angela Lansbury? <laughs> <laughs> Lansbury is hot at one point. <laughs> But they both had the same amount of Emmy wins. So. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh. I, I didn't know what to do with a dead cat. I had I just went, huh, this cat is dead. Throw it, it in the woods. It doesn't look like it's been mauled. I have a very shallow woods. There's just a river. And I was like, I don't want to throw it in the river. Garbage can. I buried it. I dug a fucking hole and I buried that motherfucker. Okay. And wow. I've been checking it every day <laughs> to make sure it stayed buried. I really hope I don't live in a pet cemetery. I, <laughs> you I never know. Because it was the fucking Sunday was a full moon in the month of October. And now I have a dead cat the next day. I've seen the conjuring of the dead dog outside the heart. This is the same shit. And I was like, this is fucking weird. Listen, my mom has been in real estate my entire life. She has never sold anyone property on a pet cemetery that I know of. That is good news. That makes me feel a lot better. The rest of the day kind of went to shit when Haley's cough just kind of progressively got worse. And uh, I ended up on my first overnight ER trip. She uh, that bad, huh? It was Kayla went to the, uh, the for a sick visit at the doctor. They did some kind of fucking measure of her, her oxygen, her blood, and it was at 91. They needed it at 94. Haley's. Haley, the uh, child. Yep. Yeah, 91 is concerning. Yeah. Yeah. So they said, well, we're going to give her uh, some labetalol, some shit in her mouth, and we'll see yep. what happens. And they, they didn't her give her that. a nebulizer, too? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. She, uh, the. Oxygen went up to 94, but she was still using all her accessory muscles to breathe. Yeah. I said, we're going to we're going to call Yale Children's uh, Hospital and let them know you're on your way. I said, OK, well, I was 
work and Kayla brought her. So she comes by, picks me up. We go down to the hospital where we wait forever. Yep. We got there at 6.15 p.m. We got looked at around quarter to 2 a.m. Holy shit. So it was always over seven hours of entertaining a two-year-old. Christ, you should have fucking went up to Hartford. You would have gotten in quicker. I know. It was literally, it was like, oh, because after two hours, I was like, well, it's been a long time. This is fucked up. What up? I said, how how long are we waiting? They said, oh, just three. There's two people ahead of you. Haley is third in line, barring anyone coming in from the ambulances. And there were just people coming in by ambulance all fucking night. They just, people are stupid. It's New Haven. New Haven's a big fucking city. Yeah, it was just it was yeah. rough. So is and, is Yale Yale Children's is part of Yale, right? Yes, that's yes. what I'm assuming. Okay. The the Yale emergency room <clears throat> is where the vending machines are that I had to go to. To it's it's it's, it's right. thirty second walk. It's yeah. right next door. That was when children <laughs> when Teddy fell off the toilet and tore the base of his pecker. Yeah. Like we went we went to Harv, uh, Children's. Hartford's Hartford Children's Hospital, which is a separate entity, it is its own hospital. Not Hartford and we, Hospital. We got right in. You know what I mean? It was, you know, and we didn't take the ambulance. We drove them ourselves. We we're just like, hey, by the way, our son tried to rip his pecker off. <laughs> so, I had my. By the way, if you could do something about that. I'd yeah, be... I don't know if it needs a stitch or a butterfly. Duct, duct tape. I've heard that works. <laughs> I had my non-racist digger moment. And uh, when, when we're there, she had to take a poop. Yeah. What she's been doing lately is hiding. Yeah, you told poop. yeah you told me at Schultz Soberfest. Yeah. So she goes and hides behind the coffee machine. She goes, I gotta hide and runs. And I'm like, motherfucker, you can't hide here. There's people in the coffee. There's people everywhere. So I went to go get her, and she just screams, "Get away from me!" Oh no. Get away! And I'm just like. Don't look like a pedophile. That's the only thing I can think is don't look like you want to fuck this child, which right. I didn't. <laughs> but it was it, it was it dawned on me that that sounds really bad to yeah. hear a child screaming at you. But uh, we got looked at around a quarter to two. They they gave her a steroid. They gave her more breathing things. They uh, ended up ended up uh, letting us go around four. Her numbers got back up to. 90, he was up at like 94, 95. She was a fucking angel throughout all of this shit. She, I mean, the only thing, unless. Was it, unless was it croup or RSV? Was it a virus? Did they, they said it was viral. They said it was a reaction to a virus. They don't think the, they don't even think the virus is there still. They said right. this probably happened, triggered it, and it's just been locked up. Okay. Since. So it was a reactive something, something. Basically, this could be leading to asthma. We got to keep an eye out for that. If this is something that she's going to always do and but the treatment worked like a charm if this happens again they can give it to her at the pediatrician's office the reason the pediatrician kind of sent us her yale is because they they didn't know how she'd react and if there was a bad reaction they had like they took a chest x-ray to make sure it wasn't pneumonia make sure it wasn't some fucking infection they just it was it was just it was insane and we were there until five four five in the morning got home and was like well i don't feel like working Took yesterday off. Kids, we've been giving her every four hours breathing treatments. She hates. She hates it because it's so stinky. They don't taste good. It doesn't taste good either. That sucks. Yeah. Hope this tastes a lot better. Yep. That's next. But, but it was uh, <laughs> just. It was fucking scary as shit. Like it scared. 
she's been like in impervious to pain and any any bad things to this point and it was just weird seeing her as fragile yeah again. sure so it was like fuck fuck that dead cat fuck the viral shit but uh she's uh we had a uh, the story concludes with us going for the the retake the follow-up appointment after 24 hours of treatment her oxygen levels up to 97 as of uh, this afternoon and everything's good 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 happy ending things are going all right fabulous yeah i don't i think it was it was a couple of months ago where beckett had a virus and he was just straight up belly belly breathing and you could just see like his diaphragm was was not doing much of the work and his his whole body was breathing and carly and i both sat there and we're just watching him sleep and we're like what the fuck do we do do we i don't know um yeah it's terrifying man i'm glad she's doing better yeah, I would just yeah. go. Eh. She's breathing. Kayla's the one that's like, "Well, that's not the right way to breathe." And yeah, well, she knows the know, medical shit. Yeah. She's a nurse, so we we listen to her. Yeah, that's what I did. I took her advice. Shall we? Shall we shall. Oh, I'm the only one that got the black cap. I got the zero sugar. You fucking idiot! I almost Dude. did. <laughs> then I saw Dude. this one next to it. I honestly had no idea there was a difference. I just grabbed. I didn't even see that it said zero sugar. I just grabbed it. Yeah. Um. Grab so shit like that. I have the orange cat. <laughs> every every year for the past, I think four years now, Mountain Dew has released a seasonal October flavor, mystery flavor, called Oktoberfest. Called Voodoo. Let me tell you, regular Mountain Dew. You have zero. We have regular has concentrated orange juice and the first thing i notice is this contains zero zero juice right so this is not mountain dew nope this is going to be different yeah uh you know what 113 milligrams of caffeine at 10 o'clock at night is going to be lovely this has 144 percent of my daily sugar I mean that, uh, and the fact that it looks like diluted cum zero, <laughs> it I'm does. Just, gonna, just gonna put that out there semen light yeah fugu so I I guess every year they change the flavor and they base it on a candy. And I hear from last year's flavor, people said that it seemed like they were going for candy corn, which oh, I'm glad sense. we didn't know. So this year, from what I've read, uh, they say Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. So they say that that's what they were shooting for this year. Uh-oh. It really does look like someone blew a load in carbonated oh, water. Oh, this is like, definitely this is, this is they call it called a Peter North. Oh that's yeah, that look, it smells it smells like Sour Patch Kids. Oh, I thought you were about to say it fucking smells like smells like cum. <laughs> smells like Peter North. You're right. You know what? This cum isn't body temperature. <laughs> <laughs> this is in the danger zone. <laughs> excuse, excuse me. This cum is in the danger zone. I've, I'm I sure burn at 140 degrees. <laughs> I need my cum at least 140. Pretty or sure or under about that. under forty five. Yeah, either or, really. How dare you serve me seventy degree cum, sir? Cum is one of those weird things that can be served at either temperature. You fools! You fools! <laughs> it can be chowder. Uh, it can it, be gazpacho. It's fine. This cum is shelf stable. How how dare you? <laughs> Just shake it before you serve it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're giving it a try. I've got the black top. Uh, Griff and Rick have the orange top, full sugar. We got the, we got the ginger bottles. 
And uh, this, I'm actually excited about uh, this. Is probably going to be the first time we taste something on this show, and it's actually good. That is it looks it. disgusting, yeah. though. Cheers. 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 Uh, they tried. That definitely tastes like Smarties dust. It it tastes like another Mountain Dew flavor I've had before. Really? Was it Voodoo? No, it was. It's um, it's the the blue one. They did like a blue raspberry one, didn't they? Voltage. Something like yeah, that. yeah. something like that, or Gamer yeah. Fuel. One of them was blue. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that. It's not bad. It it feels like Sour Patch Kids is the right answer. It feels yeah. like that's what they were going for, minus yeah, the sour, which it's is funny, sour. or just the patch. Which is funny because citric acid is literally the third fucking ingredient here. Just acid? Citric acid, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, it's good. I I mean, I would down it with some vodka. Oh, yes. Yeah, but I think, I think that uh, Bang does it better. Bang has a Sour Patch Kids flavor that tastes... It's just everything about it is better. But you know what? This is the best thing we've tasted on this show. Yeah, so. this, oh, this is one is I would. This like... is one I would finish for sure. It took, <laughs> it took two two places to go find this. The first gas station only had flaming hot. And I was like, <laughs> no, never again. <laughs> yeah, I found this what three weeks ago. I sent you a picture of this, and I was like, you know, whenever. <laughs> Today's whenever. Today is whenever. All right. Uh, let's talk about the lovely ladies that left us this week. Uh, first off yesterday, we lost Angela Lansbury. We've been making jokes. Um, but Angela Lansbury is a fucking rock star. Yeah, Yeah, she is. Um, a star of the stage television and to an extent the silver screen excuse me oh, yeah. um angela lansbury most uh i think most people our age would know her as the voice of mrs potts in beauty and the beast yep um she was huge on stage she um she's a dane dame sorry dame, dame. Yeah. not a dane She's Dan. British. She's not Danish. Um, she won six Tony Awards in her uh, lifetime. Uh, well, 2022, she got the Lifetime Achievement Award. So uh, just a couple months ago, she got the Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, but five Tonys was the record until Audra McDonald, who I think now has seven or eight of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, Audra McDonald took down that, um, that record. But she won Best Actress in a Musical in 66, 69, 75, 79. And then she won Best Featured Actress in a Play in 2009 in Blight Spirit. So fucking 30 years in between Tony Awards, which is just, it's just incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, Rick alluded to this earlier with the dead cat. She was nominated for 18 Primetime Emmy Awards, and she didn't win one. Holy shit. Which is just incredible. And I, she, honestly, like, I 
when I was a kid, I would often, uh, my great grandmother would babysit me, and like, Murder She Wrote was always on. Always that was what I watched. Jessica like, Fletcher. Yep. Yeah. Jessica that, Fletcher. Yeah. My papa watched Murder She Wrote and Matlock. Those were the two. Yeah. Those were the two shows. And wasn't Matlock just like a male version of Jessica Fletcher? Like, my grandfather was was Murder She Wrote and the original Hawaii Five O. Same same shit. Yeah. She had there were seventy eight years between her first film and her final film. That's a hell of a fucking career. Mm-hmm. So yep. That's a hell of a life, let alone career. Yeah. She was nominated for three Academy Awards, Best Supporting Actress in 44, 45, and 62. Gaslight, The Picture of Dorian Gray, and The Manchurian Candidate. She was nominated once for a Grammy for Album of the Year, which was the Beauty and the Beast album. So it wasn't oh, yeah, like it was her album. But um, I'm sorry, Griff, you were going on something with... with uh, Murder, oh. she wrote. I'm, I apologize. No, that, I, I was just saying that that was a show I used to watch all the time. Oh, okay. So I have good, fond memories of her, yeah. That's her final Her final row is going to be a murder mystery. You <laughs> see, she's in Glass Onion, the Knives Out mystery for Netflix. Yeah, so is? Is, so is Steven Sondheim. Holy shit. They're both going to show up in the new Knives Out movie posthumously. Yep. I'm oh, so excited. And That's two like cool. Broadway legends are going to be in that movie. <laughs> which makes me think that there're going to be more Broadway legends in that movie maybe. Question mark. Or a lot more members of the cast are going to pass away. <laughs> Daniel Craig is next. <laughs> Turns out uh, each of them had a dead cat in their lawns too. <laughs> this is so fucking creeped out by the dead cat. She uh she died what five days before her ninety seventh birthday yeah five day, yeah in- just incredible wasn't she, that in- white well, Betty White was like days before her hundredth it was just yeah on the cusp edging those are edge lords it's just funny I mean well well it was a couple months ago or maybe a year ago that we talked about um what was that website where the the death wager like the oh yeah 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 um and death like pool? yeah like like the celebrity Deadpool. And like a lot of those names that lasted for quite a few years are starting to drop off that list. And it's like bubble wrap Mel Brooks. He needs to make one more movie or something. Um, she also won uh, two, four, six Golden Globes, uh, including four for Murder, She Wrote. So what the fuck, Emmys? But I wanted to see who beat her out and then and then we can move on. I just wanted to who see beat her. Who beat her out for all of these Emmys? Um, and it's funny. I always thought that uh, her character in Murder She Wrote was the murderer. Like, are we to believe that that this woman just went place after place? She just writing went around places and writing her to books. die around her. Right. I do yeah. Remember sure. seeing some kind of graph about a. Uh... The most dangerous fictional places to live in in the world, and it was because I forgot how many seasons murder she wrote. Twelve, passes. twelve years, twelve yeah. years. It was it was in Maine, wherever her it was, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, her and Stephen King. Yeah, <laughs> and it said it's the the most dangerous place was that place from that from that series because so many fucking people were dropping dead. It was a very small town, like everyone's dead. Let's see here. In the eighties, she got beat. Tyne Daly, Cagney and Lacey, Sharon Glass, Cagney and Lacey, Sharon Glass, Cagney and Lacey, Tyne Daly, Cagney and Lacey, 
Dana Delaney, China Beach, Patricia Wedig, 30-something, Patricia Wedig, 30-something, Dana Delaney, China Beach, Kathy Baker, Picket Fences, Sella Ward, Sisters, uh, Kathy, ba- Kathy Baker, Picket Fences, Kathy Baker, Picket Fences, that was her last year, 96. Jeez, branch out, Emmys. Right? And then Jillian Anderson the ne- won the next year for the X-Files. Cabot Cove. Um, Cabot Cove. Cabot Cove. That's incredible, though. I can't believe she lost so many times. That's got to be a record, right? Like, there's a joke about Susan Lucci losing a whole bunch. She but holy 20, shit. Was it like 26 or 27? I thought Lucci was always in. She was nominated for 18. She didn't win one. And she was nominated in 05 for Guest Actress in Law and Order. In uh, 04 was a supporting actress in a miniseries. And then the she De- had... The Detroit Lions of actresses. She had two <laughs> nominations uh, for performing in the Tony Awards. And then she got nominated for uh, the recording of her... I I think what was her like huge Broadway... I mean, she won three fucking Tonys before she played this role, but... She played Mrs. Lovett. She originated the role of Mrs. Lovett in Sweeney Todd, which was the crazy British chick that made meat pies out of people. Yeah, that's not nice. Um, it's not nice, but she was a rock star. So uh, rest in peace, Miss Angela Lansbury. Dame Angela Lansbury. You're a fucking rock star. And not to be outdone, outdone, outdone. Uh, Loretta <laughs> Lynn. Loretta Lynn also passed away. Oh, um loretta lynn was 90 uh she is the coal miner's daughter for those of you who um who know her from the from the the sound the song and the sissy spacek film uh loretta lynn was a just a country music icon she was nominated for the academy of country music awards 46 times she won 13 Wow. wow She was nominated for the AMA seven times, won all seven. She was nominated for the Country Music Association Awards 39 times. She won eight. She was nominated for 17 Grammys. She won four. And she was nominated for CMT 21 times, and she won all 21 times. She is just showing off. Poor Angela. She's the anti-Angela Lansbury, yeah. (laughs) Bizarro Angela Lansbury. (laughs) Um, Loretta Lynn... For those of you who don't know, Loretta Lynn grew up a coal miner's daughter. She was given out, basically, to marry a fucking no-good douchebag when she was 13 years old. She had four kids by the time she was 18 years old. Wow. Oh, I didn't know any of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Her douchebag fucking asshole husband who cheated on her um, was... um, his name was Do or Do Little. That was that was his nickname. Got her a guitar, and she just taught herself how to play. She wrote all of her own music. Um, Behind every great woman's a man that helps support her dreams. <laughs> it's 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 astounding. And she was still making music into 2021. She released an album, uh, still woman enough. Um, look at her. I mean, just. Check out her work if you 
ever get a chance, even if you're not a fan of a country, uh, guy, yeah. country. I've or, I've always heard the name. That's a famous name, no matter like, what. She, all of her songs were wrote about her life and about her fucking husband stepping out on her. And she, a lot of her songs weren't like, oh, what was me? Like, there were songs where she sings like, you're not woman enough to steal my man. It wasn't like, oh, Jolene, please don't take my man. It was like, bitch, you don't have the balls to take my man. (laughs) She was more the real Taylor, she was the original Taylor Swift. Yeah, based, based, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. So uh, the movie's out there, Coal Miner's Daughter. I'm pretty sure Sissy Spacek won an Oscar for it. Was Um, it based on her? Yeah, yeah, that's oh, the shit. movie's based on her life. Yep. Um, but uh, huge, uh, huge shout out to Loretta Lynn, who is, I mean, she just transcends country music. She's, she's a, she's an icon of the American culture. It's just like, it's incredible what she did, especially being married to the asshole she was married to, but. You know, she was shoulder to shoulder with Conway Twitty and Patsy Cline and, you know, Dolly Parton. She's just been in country music since when was her first fucking album that came out? Uh, 1963. Like, it's it's insane. Wait a minute. 59 yeah, years. That's amazing. So shout out to you, Loretta Lynn. Rest in peace. Was 19 years after Angela Lansbury's first film. <laughs> who's counting uh she was pushing four kids out when she was fucking 14 years old so she was fucking yeah, yeah give her give her a break Ugh. all right now where are we going on from here oh we only got yeah we only we got forgot, a little bit we forgot to say uh give our respects to coolio a couple weeks ago oh yeah well you know you had, had that one song yeah Gotta get down with the hood team. Um, yeah. Uh the Mario trailer dropped a teaser. It sure did. Um and like we knew was going to happen. It was better uh, pe- than the original. People had their opinions on uh mostly the Chris Pratt just sound bite. Yep. that was there we we got two lines from chris pratt and that was enough for the majority of the internet to basically be like fuck you <laughs> yep. Lost <his> shit. <clears throat> yep <clears throat> i have my own opinions um i mean it's, first of all jack black is amazing he can do no wrong i don't know i can't pin down what it is they did differently about bowser but he like he looks like jack black somehow and i can't decide how they did that i agree it's if you haven't seen the teaser it's basically bowser's giant fire ship landing in the ice world where all the penguins are which is also fantastic i love that they included the penguins the penguins were amazing and bowser just like set fire and then he gets a star and he's like who's gonna stop me and then mario shows up in the mushroom kingdom i'm rooting for bowser so i i have i have a series of hot takes on this topic all right the first one being 
I don't think Chris Pratt's Mario is that bad. Neither do I. I think it's fine. It's 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 serviceable. And I think the the second part of that particular hot take is that everyone is up in arms that Chris Pratt that well not that Chris Pratt, but not that we're we're not getting the Charles Martinet It's a me, Mario. We're not what people are why would you want ninety minutes of that? Exactly. Exactly. You don't know what you're asking for. You do not want ninety minutes to two hours of a stereotype we've already gotten that that's jar jar binks yeah yeah we don't want that you're absolutely right and calm it, your tits it's full-on stereotype like you don't that's not that's not what we want like that's it's not and the other thing no one that... shot on bob hoskins for not talking like that in the mario movie right saw that mario movie and that's that's part of it too <laughs> is that Everyone is shitting on Chris Pratt because it's the cool thing to do right now. Nobody, nobody is saying a word about Charlie Day being Luigi. It's going to be the same fucking thing. He's not going to be an Italian stereotype. He's going to come on, do his Charlie Day, neurotic Charlie Day thing. He's probably going to... It brings Start a such a new Pepe level. Sylvia and ask for milk steaks, yeah. and nobody's gonna bat an eye because it's yep. fucking Charlie it's Day. Charlie Day, and people like Charlie Day. Yep. And the I only reason, the, the only reason that nobody is talking about it right now is because Nintendo and Illumination didn't have the balls to give him a speaking line in the trailer because Does they he... know it's gonna be worse. Oh no, it's gonna, it's gonna save the picture. They had him like he was running from. Yeah, he, he cried out a couple of times. Right. Yeah. Now, like you, you cannot hate on Chris Pratt for not sounding like Charles Martinet and stay silent about Charlie Day doing the exact same fucking thing. You can't. I'm sorry. Now, oh, yeah. so, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie bowed down to the the bullying online. Well, this... oh, that that's another thing. I read something about people um how, how nintendo is releasing this teaser uh to gauge people's feelings quote like they did with sonic and i'm like no 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 that is not what happened with sonic they sonic released did not release a teaser they released they, a full-ass trailer they released a trailer for a finished product uh-huh and the internet went ballistic and <laughs> yeah. demanded that it was changed that was not they have focus groups to test these things they don't need to release a full trailer to the public to get nope. those opinions. Right. That is not what they did with Sonic. That is Still not what Nintendo me. is and Illumination are doing with this teaser. Still makes me laugh. Thank God they fixed Sonic. It's true. Like it's for the better. But, well, the, but yeah, he I mean, I the movie was good anyway. So like Yeah. You know, but yeah, the 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 the, the character design changes they made after the, the outrage. I think was for the betterment of the movie, but it would have been a good movie story-wise, regardless. Yes. Yeah. Excuse me. I can hear. But yeah, those are my thoughts. I don't. I don't care if anyone agrees with me or not. If you don't agree with me, whatever. Go fuck. I thought Keegan Michael Key sounded great as Toad. He does. <laughs> yeah. Um, and no one is bitching about the fact every like everyone that I see is like excited about Seth Rogen playing Donkey Kong. But but like Seth Rogen played Mantis in 
in Kung Fu Panda, and no one has sat there and screamed about how Mantis is going to sound just like Donkey Kong, yep. but everyone is freaking out because Mario is going to sound like the fucking guy Lego from guy. Lego Movie. Yeah. And it's just like, y'all just, and I, I hate to, I hate to say this, but people are fucking hating on the guy because he's a little more, uh, outspoken about his beliefs in his church <laughs> and yeah. like he's come out and said that he doesn't 100 percent agree with everything that his church says because people got on him about you know gay marriage and you know you're an actor in hollywood and so on and so forth but it's like stop piling on on chris pratt because he is a christian and is proud of being a christian like there's nothing wrong with that it's not no. like he's being He's not being militant about it. And, you know, he made a comment about his healthy child his, his from his second marriage being born. And everyone took that out of context because him and um, Anna, Faris. Anna Faris had health issues with their first That's child. Right. Yeah. And it's like, why would why would he purposefully shit on his first child? Ever. Period. Because he's just a nice guy. Yeah, he's so a nice it's guy. people fight. like to pile on and hate on Chris Pratt because they think it's the right thing to do, and it's just like, just give it a break. Like, wow, there are more the, the, people, there are more the, people out there deserving of our hate and anger, like fucking yeah. Kanye West, oh, than you know, fuck like that guy, oh, than God. fucking Chris Pratt with the same like a, rusty log we pulled out of fucking Alex Jones. Yeah, man. His his whole spiel like, this week about going DefCon three on Jews. Like, yeah, are see. you this, fucking kidding me? This this guy doesn't sound like an Italian stereotype and is relieved that one of his children is healthy. This guy wants to go Death Con 3 on Jews. Which one are we going to throw hate at? Hmm. Right. He's, How about the Mario guy? Fuck you. Ah, oh, fucking pisses me off. Should we should we stick with, with uh, upsetting things in cartoons that people are getting angry about? Yes, let's do it. I'm okay. ramped up. Um... They grips on fire. <laughs> they are making an adult Scooby Doo show. Oh, that's right. On HBO Max called Velma. Velma is being played by Mindy Kaling from the Mindy Project. Love it. Thus, Velma is a brown-skinned Indian character. Right. Okay. Okay. This past week or two weeks maybe ago now, because everything is just kind of smashing together. True. They they released the fact that Velma is now gay. She is unequivocally one hundred percent lesbian, right? Yep. And people started losing their mind, and it's the same people that come out of the bushes every single time. Black Black Ariel, uh, you know, um, I'm sure people don't know who Ironheart is, and they saw the Black Panther thing with the with a little African girl in Iron Man suit, and they're like, what the mm -hmm. fuck is, you know, so, like, whatever. Well, you know what's um, interesting, too, is that that particular thing with, with Velma being gay is a different project. Yeah. Right. Entirely. It's not, it's not your kid's Scooby-Doo show. Yeah. It is something geared towards adults. It looks like it's going to have the same vibe as the Harley Quinn show, which is very exciting. Well, no, what I what I mean is that the thing where Velma is gay is different from the Mindy Kaling Velma, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm I have no sure, idea. I'm pretty sure all the clips I've seen have been like a, a more, a cl more, for lack of a better term, classic Caucasian oh. Velma. 
It's a totally different thing. Maybe Velma is just canonically gay now. Why not? Hasn't I, she always been? I I well I think for the all the fucking nerds in the Scooby Doo universe. Ooh, Scooby Doo universe. Scooby Doo universe. Um, I think at some point Velma dated Shaggy. I yes, think. in Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. Yeah, which was a fantastic series. I mean, Scooby so never. I, I love that. I love how much that intellectual property has gotten milked out of it. Oh yeah. Um, Listen, the classic Scooby Doo series, the Scooby Doo movies with like the Harlem Globetrotters and Batman, fucking um, a pup named Scooby Doo. Yeah. Holy shit, that was my and, jam. And the James Gunn movies with. Uh, oh yeah, um, the, the live Michelle action Gellar? movies. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. And his wife, what's her name? Um, Sarah Michelle, Michelle Gellar. Sarah yeah. Michelle Gellar. Matthew Lillard. Uh, Matthew, Lillard. Yeah. Matthew Lillard. Who took, Shaggy? Who basically took over the reins for Shaggy? Yeah. Uh, once that radio guy died, um, Casey Kasem, Casey Kasem, right? Casey Kasem. Um, but, uh, people, so anyway, okay, well, she's gay, but I wanted to show, have you guys seen the character, uh, uh, one sheets? I think I've seen a couple of them, but for the, for the Velma show. Yeah. Um, let me see if I, if this doesn't break my fucking computer in half. (laughs) Just to bring it to your attention. Uh, they're using Shaggy's Christian name, Norville. Yeah. Who is yeah. who is African American and being played by an African American actor named Sam Richardson. Daphne is being played by Constance Wu and is very Asian? much Asian. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. In this show. And Fred looks like a typical white fuck boy. Fred is it's Glenn. Played, played by Glenn Howard in from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Yep. Um I'm excited. They uh we won't play it here, but if you if you want to check it out, it's worth it. They released just a teeny little teaser trailer. And the teaser trailer is literally Mindy Kaling making popcorn like Drew Barrymore in Scream. I did see that. Cool. Yeah. And she's just straight up complaining about a show changing its original characters to yeah. meta. Like, yeah, to like fill some kind Add of diversity. <laughs> yeah. yep. So it was like, okay, Mindy Kaling. All right. I see you. All right. Let's get into the last thing I wanted to go is the last bit of drama of the week. And then we can finish up because oh, we drink. have a roast to do in four days, so we might as well <laughs> relax for a hot sec. Um, have you guys ever heard of Fat Bear Week? No. no. Uh, Fat Bear Week is uh, the American Parks Association having a vote to decide who is the fattest bear in uh, uh, Katmai National Park in Alaska. Oh, okay. This is um, are we talking bear bears or like gay men bears? We're talking grizzlies, grizzly okay. bears. Oh. Yeah, not not gay Mickey like on uh, Rick's. <laughs> <laughs> so before bears go into hibernation, they bulk up obviously sure. yeah. that makes sense and they go from same with, same with gay men though 
700 to 900 pounds in midsummer. And then by the time the late summer, early fall comes, they're usually weighing upwards and over 1,200 pounds apiece. Amazing. They they eat hundreds of pounds of salmon a day. They literally just Fat stand in the stream and fucking just go nuts on these on these salmon. All right. So I'm gonna share my screen here. I'm gonna show you the contestants for this year. Oh, right? we could pick ponies in this race. <laughs> all right. So here's Bear Thirty Two Chunk. I'm not gonna read everything. He's a He's two and a half year old bear. Good good size, right? There's 128 Grazer. Then, like, look at the difference in these bears. Oh, oh okay, okay, oh, that's the before and after. Yeah, never mind. Wow. God, that looks like Christian Bale, the machinist, and then the Batman begins. <laughs> Christian Bear. Here's here's 151 Walker. Eight salmon. Somehow he got a chunk taken out of his ass cheek. I don't he know. He ate his own ass. <laughs> yeah. He was pizza, so hungry. Pizza he the Hut over here. Desperate. Well, he looks here's like he got one, recast. Here's 164. 164 looks like he just filled out well. Yeah. 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 Well, nice glow up. Yeah. He doesn't have a cute, a cute little uh, name. Looks like he works out. 335 didn't get as big as, you know, some of the others that we talked about. 335 just kind of grew out his hair. Yeah. Turned brown. 435. Holly is an adult female. Holly she put well. on a good amount of weight. Yeah, Holly she got... looks like she's gonna survive the winter. Yep, she looks she looks good. We're Here's still talking about bears. Don't worry. Folks. Yep, four eighty Otis. Lange Otis has got a good Lange pot belly on him. Yep, oh, yeah. yep. Otis, my boy. Seven forty seven. That oh, is impressive. that's our winner. That's our winner. That is impressive. Wow. That boy. That is a big boy. He ate another bear. He's the size of a seven forty seven. <laughs> He's the one who uh, bit that bear from before. 854 Divot. It's fair. Fair. Divot's, yeah, Divot's a nice, a nice. But that's like mid-August, whereas the other bear was like September. So. Oh, wow. 856. Big boy. That is a big boy. That's a chungus. That he is can't a move anymore. Wow. That's the Yokozuna of bears. <laughs> 901. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. That's wow. a lady. That's a lady bear. She got curves. Yeah. She's a lady. That is. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh. She swallows. She found out she's a hundred percent that bitch. <laughs> and nine oh nine is our last. He wow. was a cub wow. in June. Percentage wise. <laughs> he was a teeny little cub in June, and now he's a full grown ass. He man. went from Ethiopia to, oh, Ethiopia to Alabama in two months. Three months. Wow. Now, now here's aged. Yep. Here's the crazy part. You ready? Yeah. There was a scandal. Oh, no. Was there a butt plug in one of those bears? Nope. Somebody put a bunch of weights in the bears. Like someone hacked those fish. Someone hacked and stuffed, quote unquote, the ballot box in order to sway the results of this election. So what is what do they have to gain the, on the particular bear being the fattest fat bear competition, right? <laughs> like incredible. So 
There's stuff in ballots. I was going to say, is, luckily, is Trump just trying to prove that election tampering is possible? Like, is that what he's resorting to now? Luckily for, uh, I guess, everyone, question mark, um, they were easily found uh, who voted for what. So they they were able to take out the illegal votes. Please and- tell me. It was a bear that submitted those. Either and ones. realize who the winner was. So the final vote was between 747, 747. and 901, which was the other. That, that was the chunky the female. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was the, the big lady. Someone swayed the votes to make 901 win. And then when they went back and counted the votes, they realized that tens of thousands of votes were illegally submitted. So with a score of 68,105 to 56,876, 747 is the fattest bear at this park in Alaska for the second time. He won in 2020, and now he has won again in 2022. They don't weigh him? No. Nope. Grow a pair and go weigh these bears. Parents just weigh a bear. You go weigh a bear. You bring like a a scale into the woods. You hold the bear. bear, And then you weigh yourself after you put the bear down. (laughs) Track the difference. (laughs) Displacement. (laughs) That's science right there. That's science. The numbers don't lie. I mean, you do you do at least have to check the bear for weights. You're right. (laughs) I can't. Man, <laughs> justice has been served. Way seven forty seven yep. after he eats. I'm me. uh, I'm I'm very happy that uh that justice that was bear. was served. Seven forty seven is the champion of twenty two. Justice Demo- was the name of one of the losing bears that was served to seven forty seven <laughs> for his victory meal. Democracy won again. Yeah, let's storm Nome, Alaska. I don't give a fuck. Nine oh one was the fattest. <laughs> Ask anyone. <laughs> 747 is not even a bear. He's a I, marsupial. The, the dossier is false. I did not pay for 901 to pee on me. <laughs> I kept all the votes at Mar-a-Lago. My secret bear files. Believe they were declassified. I believe they, they found out that uh, Sarah Palin was the one that tried to rig the election. She was trying to do it for her primary. She just got into the wrong server. I can see 901 from my house. <laughs> Yogi Bear is clearly the fattest bear. So, congratulations, 747, you big bastard. Oh, I hope beautiful you, bastard. I hope you sleep well this winter. Nobody was ever treated as bad as Ranger Smith. <laughs> Believe me. Oh, man. 747 was first identified in 2004 as a relatively young bear. Um, he has become one of the largest brown bears on earth, estimated to weigh as much as 1,400 pounds. That's a big boy. 747 also has more wins than Angela Lansbury. <laughs> That's the, that is, <laughs> that is the theme of today's episode. <laughs> Angela Lansbury's a loser. <laughs> Angela Lansbury should have tried eating more salmon. Maybe that would help. I like actresses that win awards. (laughs) 
All right, I think that's going to do it for us. That's fucked up. <laughs> but I, you know what? I kind of sporting and chubby just watching Bobby suck down his uh, boot, his Mountain my, Dew cum. My carbonated <laughs> cum beverage. Cum bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> no, it blows cum bubbles better than Bobby. <laughs> this year, sponsoring Fat Bear Week, carbonated cum bubbles. We'll let you figure out which bear we're sponsoring. <laughs> Eric's gonna get us that. All of a sudden, a trailer for Brandon Fraser's new movie, the 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 whale comes on. It's like, well, there's a fat bear. Oh. Friends, thank you very much for joining us this week. Um. Like I said, we're we're roasting. We're finally doing the roast on Saturday. We've had a few people drop. So if you're interested, I mean, you're only going to have two days after listening to this <laughs> uh, to prep. If it makes you feel better, Rick and I haven't wrote anything yet. So I wrote um, down the names of everyone's going to be there. Yeah, you you did. I just love that. Like we we almost got Eric Slater, and he was like, "Okay, what do I need to do?" And Drew was like. Uh, tell me some of your, what did he say? What's your most mockable quality? What's your most mockable quality? Uh, I love that so much. It was amazing. <laughs> um, so it sounds like Drew has his quiver of arrows uh, with our names on it, not not Mother Goose, and I'm very excited. But we know that's um, what's going to happen. It's fine. Yeah. Zach, Zach's going to be with us. Mike from Neatcast is going to be with us. Jer is a is a carny, so and the real Mother Goose is coming. Yeah, Mother Goose will be here. That's right. Let us really have exciting. it to let it rip. Um, it's not just going to be Mike sounding like Bigfoot right. and Captain Crunch. So what? If... That wasn't really. No, that what? wasn't Mike. That wasn't Mike. I Bigfoot did notice they Crunch sounded just similar. Have very similar sounding voices. Um, you're right. I'm the one who's wrong. Yep. <sighs> Sorry, Griff. If you're COVID. interested, if you're interested in playing with us, it's a really fog. good time. It's going to be this Saturday, uh, which I believe is what the fifteenth of, yes. of October. Fifteenth of October. It'll be 10, around. 15. We'll be starting around eight thirty p.m. Eastern time, and we uh-huh. are just gonna we're just gonna tear into it and have a good time. So, if you're interested, reach out. Um, if not, there's going to be like seven or eight of us, and we're just going to make the best of it as we can. Yeah, and. Um, then we'll start talking about roasting uh, the Super Mario Brothers and Friends in March to really get in the mood for the movie. Is it just the roast of Chris Pratt? or No, nope. we're not roasting <laughs> no. Chris Pratt. We are, mo- we are roasting Super Mario Brothers. Good. The internet's I... already handling that. <sighs> yeah. Good Lord. All right, friends. Um, thank you very much for listening. I hope you had a lovely uh, time. And uh, we'll be back shortly with our roast of Mother Goose. So until then, I am Bobby. I'm Griff. And I'm Rick. Have a lovely week and go F yourselves. Brother, 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 brother,
Ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-